Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the best show on the internet. This is the RR Show, bringing you the hottest Reddit stories that we can dig up. Today, we are diving into a little bit of Today I Fucked Up, and our first story is from Head Assignment 5732. Today I fucked up by leaving the house after I caught my wife flirting with a co-worker on the phone. I've been married for just over two years. For the last six months or so, my wife's been drinking heavily. Like taking shot after shot of vodka as soon as she gets home from work until she is wasted. She's done this every night for months. She can drink more than me, but she weighs 110 pounds. I'm 205 pounds. It's not uncommon for her to drink half to two thirds of a bottle of whiskey or vodka in one evening. On her days off, she'll start drinking by 10 a.m. and be passed out by 3 or 4 p.m. I have asked her to stop, and she would say she's trying, but her pattern has not changed. For about a week prior to the night of this post, she's been saying that I'm not attracted to her and how come I never want to have sex anymore? I told her it's because she's wasted all the time, and I'm not attracted to someone who's constantly drunk. We had the same argument every night for the last week. Partially, I think, because she couldn't remember us arguing about it the previous night and she would get wasted again and the argument would repeat itself. One night, two months ago, I got home from work around 7pm and when I walked in the house, she was on the phone. I could already tell she was hammered, swaying, slurring words, etc. When I came in, she looked startled and said, Oh, I have to go, and hung up the phone. I asked her who she was talking to and she said a guy from her work. I asked why she looked so guilty. She said she was just talking to him but felt guilty when I got home so she hung up. I got mad and started arguing with her. She said why can't she think another guy is attractive and there's nothing wrong with that. I said the issue was that she's calling him and flirting with him and she's my wife. I was angry and told her that I was over it and I was leaving. I packed a bag real quick and left. While leaving, she kept saying, I don't want you to go and grabbed my wrist to try and keep me from leaving. I pulled away and left the house. I was driving around just trying to calm down, thinking about what to do and where to go. I really didn't want to go home and deal with her being wasted and arguing all night. I eventually booked a hotel not too far away and figured I'd crash the night there and hopefully me leaving would make her change her behavior. Shortly after checking into my hotel, my front door camera went off, showing her leaving the house. At this point, I just shut down. My mind was racing on what to do, and I also thought, fuck you then, I guess it's over. I sat in my hotel room for about 20 minutes, stressing out. When I realized I couldn't just sit there, I went back home. Her car was still there, so I knew she must have gotten picked up. I was just so mad that I sat with my dog and thought about how I was going to have to get divorced and sell my house and move all my things. She still wasn't home about three hours later. So I finally tried calling several times with no answer. I don't know why I didn't call sooner. I was just angry and was thinking she made up her mind and fuck her basically. The next morning she came home around 9.30am. I didn't sleep at all because I was freaking out all night. She said, do you want to talk about it? I asked where she was, and she said that she was at her co-worker's house. I blew up and told her she's a terrible person and an alcoholic and a piece of shit. 
She said she'd called him because she couldn't get our air fryer to work and wanted a ride to McDonald's to get some food. She said she didn't remember getting to his house and she took longer to get home because she was hoping it was all a bad dream. At first she told me she only kissed him and didn't want to get divorced and that she would look into counselling. After I agreed to try, if she quit drinking and went to counselling, she told me that she did sleep with him and didn't want to lie to me. I told her I want a divorce and she just kept saying that she didn't and she wanted to work things out. It's been two months now and we've been sleeping in different rooms. She hasn't been getting wasted but still drinks wine occasionally but hasn't touched hard liquor since the event. The co-worker quit his job so they no longer work together. We've been going to couples counselling but I still can't get over her going out and fucking someone when she's supposed to be my wife. I know she was wasted but how much of an excuse can that really be? And I don't know if I can continue with our marriage after this. Our next story is in from P33J. Today I fucked up by saving a child on Michigan Avenue. To understand this story, you have to know a little bit about me. I grew up on a farm on the border of KY and IL. My father was a farmer and a preacher who instilled in me a powerful belief that I should never shy away from helping someone, even at the risk of my own life or injury. I'm also 6'3", 300 pounds and move quite well for a man my size. I'd just taken a job working on Michigan Avenue in Chicago, and it was one of my first times walking up the mag mile from the metro station. I had not been in the city long and was still a bit awed by the number of people and the wonder of the skyline. As I approached a busy intersection, I took my eyes off the top of the buildings and started scanning the street to see if I could cross. For those of you that have been a pedestrian commuter on Michigan Avenue, you understand just how important it is to be vigilant, even at a light-protected crosswalk. As I waited, I saw a child who looked about the size of a second grader with a backpack standing precariously close to the street, about 20 feet north of the crossing. Something in the back of my head was screaming, this child's gonna step out into the street. As I watched, in horror, the nagging voice proved to be right as the kid jumped off the curb and started running across the six lanes of traffic. Instinct kicked in. I took off in pursuit, closing the distance between us in a matter of steps and snapping the child up into my arms before sprinting back to the curb. I spoke softly to the child, tucked under my arm like a sack of feed as I returned us to safety. Hold on, buddy, I got you. To which a voice replied, What the fuck are you doing, asshole? Somewhat shocked, I dropped him down on the sidewalk and turned him around, only to be greeted by a man with a bushy salt and pepper goatee. TLDR, I carried a person with dwarfism back to the sidewalk as they tried to jaywalk across Michigan Avenue. This one is in from you slash baby boy blue. Today I fucked up by photoshopping my boss's face onto his entire family and sending it to my work chat. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, terror takes center stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares 
coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do, too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookyScienceSisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. It was Father's Day 2022. My boss on my team of 10 sends a photo of his entire family, including his three baby grandchildren, three kids, and their spouses, and his wife. My boss is not a good-looking man, the face only a blind mother could love. Unfortunately for his family, especially the female offspring, his genes are strong as fuck. I also hate my boss with a passion. He had also just brought his lazy son, who is about my age, onto the team and I was taken out of all client interactions because his son needed exposure. His son regularly fapped in the work bathroom with people sitting next to him, but that's another story. I luckily had one really good work friend on my team, who also hated my boss, but he was higher up and didn't really need to deal with him as much. As this work group chat is going off, we're just ripping into his family. We were both pretty tipsy because, fuck it, it's Father's Day and we're not fathers. This entire time, we were joking like, how crazy would it be if we accidentally sent it to the wrong chat? I was laughing or lolling because it was text at him because he would be an idiot and send it to the wrong chat. I had a eureka moment. I'm pretty good with face in the hole and use it often for funny memes. I face in the hold his ugly face onto his entire family except for his daughter. This included his two sons, three granddaughters, his wife and two daughter-in-laws. I made this thing a masterpiece. I was using tone, contrast, switched angles to match everything. It was the Mona Lisa of fucked up face in the hole. The best part was you couldn't even tell his daughter wasn't face in the hole and that his granddaughters were photoshopped. In pure excitement of this masterpiece that I had created, I saved it and immediately sent it to my buddy waiting for my glorious applause. 
As I sent it, all of a sudden, a text notification at the top comes up from my work buddy that says, WTF? It took me a second to register that I just sent that to my entire team. I hadn't said anything in the group chat up until this point. My first message was a picture that had multiple layers of fucked up. I literally jump up from my couch and throw my phone against the couch saying, oh no, oh no, oh no, and start profusely sweating and pacing frantically in the living room. My fight or flight response kicked in and I wanted to run like Forrest Gump. My wife freaks out, thinking I just found out I had cancer or something and I told her what had happened. She had no idea the fucked up shit we were sending. She had just heard me giggling like a schoolgirl across the couch. She immediately tries to calm me down, saying it's probably not that bad. I show her the picture. Her jaw drops. Okay, um, so we need to think of something. I call my buddy, who's laughing hysterically at my stupidity, and I'm like, you need to bombard the chat so hopefully he doesn't see it. He starts sending messages and asks people how their father's day's going and to get more interactions in, and I'm just panicking, sweating, contemplating quitting before I get fired. My wife ends up having a genius plan by telling me to text Happy Father's Day boss's name to you and your mini-me's, which I thought was genius, but I'd sent it like 15 minutes later and 20 messages on, so it was a bit random at that point and maybe just brought more attention to it. My buddy tells me our other co-worker texted him on the side. What the fuck did baby boy blue just send? Is he trying to get fired? Also, that wasn't boss's daughter's name. The only one not photoshopped. It was like 9pm at this point and my wife is trying to console me, but I could tell she was worried too. Like, maybe your boss didn't see that photo where you photoshopped his ugly face onto his entire family, including his baby granddaughters. I naturally couldn't sleep at all that night. I just rolled around sweating, thinking about what the fuck I'm going to do and say to him and explain myself. Do I come up to him first thing and apologize? Do I wait and pray that he didn't see it? I went through every possible scenario in my head and they all sucked. Oops, I accidentally slipped and photoshopped your face on your entire family and then sent it to a group chat. I get ready for work early because I legit couldn't sleep. I felt like a prisoner on death row making his last walk, but I didn't get a tasty last meal because I felt like I was going to vomit. I am the first one in the office and I'm pretending to work and trying to play it cool. Our assistants come in and I'm thinking, alright, be sharp here and act like nothing happened. They say nothing about it, like they didn't see me insult our boss's entire family via a masterpiece face in the hole. I'm starting to calm down thinking no one saw it. Then my work buddy comes in and he is just dying with laughter, which brings all of my anxiety back up. He can see me from his office, so every time a new co-worker comes in, his eyes get wide like, oh shit, here it comes as he's chuckling. No one says anything. Then the moment of truth comes and my fat ugly boss walks in with his fat ugly son. I start sweating again. What the fuck? By the way, such a shitty response to fear. He just walks by me and says nothing. No hi, no good morning, just nothing. Okay, kind of weird for him, but not bad. I'm watching his every move like I'm some psychoanalyst trying to read a serial killer's body language. Nothing happens, and I'm convincing myself he didn't see. Maybe my face in the hole was so good that he thought I just sent the original photo back. 
Well, 12 p.m. comes by and he comes up to me and says, Baby boy blue, want to grab some lunch? I'm good, not hungry. I, uh, I had a big breakfast. Well, walk with me across the street to get some food. Ah, uh, all right, I guess. The time had come. I didn't get away easily. As we were walking out, my buddy Army saluted me like it was the last time he would see me. He starts with small talk and I can barely answer because I'm just thinking how I could come up with an excuse. I have to wait for this fucker to get his stupid salad bar as I'm starting to sweat again. I looked like a walking food violation because the sweat was coming through my work shirt. We walk back and he's asking about my career aspirations and all these things. This guy did not mention it the entire time. He was just 100% mind-fucking me, and it worked! It was honestly worse than if I had just called it out. I got back to work, and I was safe. No one else on the team mentioned it again. My buddy would always randomly send me the photo while working just to fuck with me. I ended up quitting about six months later for a much better job. Thinking about sending it to the group chat again on Father's Day as a fuck you. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.